Welcome back to the Citizens Defending Freedom show. Coming up today, we'll cover how a drag performance by a child became even more grotesque than usual with a mock suicide, a positive update from Pride Month, and lastly, we'll hear from Patriot Barbie on her incredible story of keeping her faith while the federal government attempted to destroy her life with COVID restrictions. Head to our website, citizensdefendingfreedom.com, and hit the subscribe button to make sure you don't miss out on any of our content. The following story shows depictions of mock suicide and may be disturbing to some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Citizens Defending Freedom is demanding an investigation into a recently released video showing a 13-year-old drag queen committing a mock suicide while performing at a Pride event in Round Rock earlier this month. Queen Kiki is a biological male who dressed in drag and danced suggestively for a crowd of adults at a June 4th Pride event. During the performance, he uses a prop knife to slash his throat and then stab himself in the chest. This performance was quite disturbing. If this child was displaying signs of suicidal ideation in other public settings, like school, adults would be rightly concerned and outside authorities would be contacted. Citizens Defending Freedom is concerned about the child's well-being and is hopeful that there will be an investigation by local authorities in Round Rock or the Williamson County Sheriff's Office or even Texas Child Protective Services to ensure that the child who has been performing in drag shows since he was a toddler is safe and acting without coercion from any outside forces. Besides the fact that the child says he is transgender, this performance doesn't seem to be about LGBTQ pride at all. This appears to be a cry for help. If this child is indeed suicidal, then he needs care. And as a community, we should strive to ensure that none of our children ever feel like taking their own life. If you or someone you know is experiencing suicidal thoughts or a crisis, you can call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255 or text HOME to the Crisis Text Line at 741-741. You may have seen videos like this that have been surfacing all over the internet this month. While this behavior may be infuriating and discouraging, there's some good news on the Pride Month front. Brands like Target and Bud Light have been roundly rejected for forcing this agenda on ordinary Americans. So have other entities. The NHL recently announced that it will no longer require teams to wear special warm-up jerseys displaying pride symbols after fans complained about the ritual and several of its players chose not to wear the warm-up jersey this year. Those protests caused controversy and unwanted attention from the league, ultimately leading them to drop the pride theme. In summary, the NHL will no longer have themed jerseys. Meanwhile, in Tennessee, the small town of Athens removed a pride display from its public library after protests by citizens, including the mayor and vice mayor at a city council meeting. The display was taken down only days after it was first erected. 
This shows the power that God-fearing Christians can have when they band together and stand up for what they know is right. With us today is Lindsey Graham, who's also known as the Patriot Barbie. Here's a glimpse into her patriotic story. Yes. So um, it's kind of what I'm notorious for. Um, In 2020, when everybody got locked down for COVID, um, my husband and I owned six businesses in Oregon. And we did close down for two weeks to flatten the curve. And then three, four, five, six. And it's hard to even imagine, but at that six-week mark, still nobody in America was reopening. Everyone was still being compliant and staying shut down, except for like one or two people. So I was probably the third, second or third, maybe fourth person um, in America to say, I'm opening back up. Um, it wasn't political. It wasn't spiritual. It was uh, that we seriously were going to have to start selling off our belongings to pay the bills that we were acquiring, owning six businesses that we couldn't operate. So I opened back up against the government. And that, honestly, their behavior is what made it global news. My governor was a Democrat, Kate Brown, and she threatened to kick me out of my building, um, throw me in jail, issue me a Class C misdemeanor, fine me every day. Um, finally, she sent Child Protective Services after my kids, my three kids, and the nation blew up. Like, that was it. That was the last straw. So, um, because of all of the news coverage that that received, I became, weirdly enough, like a conservative icon and was in the like in the political space all of a sudden. And BLM said they were going to burn down my salon. So I did a call to arms, protected my business, and we got completely cancel cultured. So we didn't lose our business because of the government. I actually fought the government back and I never shut back down. We lost six businesses due to cancel culture. We had to move out of Oregon, leave our family, friends, home behind, um, close or sell all of our businesses. And we moved to Arizona where um, I talked to God about what had happened to us and why. And he very boldly told me that I was supposed to be, you know, a face in the conservative movement and be a voice and use my story to empower other people. So that is how I became the Patriot Barbie. (laughs) And um, it's, yeah, it's been a beautiful journey. Recently, you posted a video about waiting in line at Starbucks. Can you tell us a little bit behind what you did there? Yes. So I have been an avid boycotter of Starbucks for, um, I, I would say, about three years. And for me, it was, I don't know if you remember, but there was a Starbucks employee that refused to serve a police officer um, said he was said he was racist called the entire police department racist and then um, that really angered me because my family my the men in my family are all law enforcement or retired law enforcement and I am a I'm ba- I'm a back the blue advocate um, and then a few weeks later maybe not that far shortly after um, another Starbucks employee had written pig on a police officer's cup. You know, they write your name. Well, he or she had written pig. And so it was like, you know what? I'm done with you guys. That's all it takes for me is that kind of disrespect and the fact that these employees aren't getting reprimanded for their non-inclusivity, right? Of an acceptance of another, you know, something they don't agree with. And um, I boycotted Starbucks about then. Well, then of course, you know, they were the first to donate a hundred million dollars to BLM and other racial groups. They were the first to fly the BLM 
you know, flags. They have pride propaganda, you know, gar garnishing their, their stores, not just during Pride Month, but all the time. Um, they are the epitome of, like, the wokest company in America. And so they donate to Planned Parenthood. They fund abortions for their employees. They fund gender reassignment for their employees. There is nothing they do that I agree with. Nothing. And so I've been boycotting them for years. But I think other people needed to be aware, um, if they're not, which I think is shocking, at what this company does and this huge corporation and where they're spending their money. So uh, Pamela Jean Noble, Kendall in Kentucky, and I, am, along with Live Action, we went to Starbucks and held signs that says, Starbucks donates to kill babies, Starbucks donates to mutilate children, um, Starbucks donates to racial division. If you get out of line, we will buy your coffee to go anywhere else. And that is exactly what we did. This is our own dollars, own dollars out of our pocket. We encouraged 11 out of 15 people to back out of line, take our $5 and go anywhere else. And you know, the amount of people that had no clue about these things was shocking and yet not in a judgmental way because like I said, in prior to 2020, I wasn't awake either. So I wasn't paying attention to this stuff. Um, it's, it's amazing to wake people up. It's amazing to give them the information that they're not going on Google and actively looking up or, or researching themselves. But when you, when you tell it to them, they make a decision based on that information right then and there. And so they backed out of line, took our five bucks and went somewhere else. And it was glorious. Thank you, Lindsay. That's amazing. To listen and watch our full podcast, head to our Rumble channel, Citizens Defending Freedom. As we shared last week, our goal for the Citizens Defending Freedom show is to shine light on the impact our members are making at the local level. We also want to share stories of encouragement showcasing that good will always prevail. We do feel it's necessary to also shed light on evil to help citizens feel empowered knowing what they are speaking up against. It can be hard to look around at our world today, especially this month full of so much sin being celebrated. While it can feel like Christians are losing this battle of good versus evil, we want to encourage you to also see the ways God is working through the church. Take a look at this recent video showing over 1,000 people getting baptized all on the same day. All my failures I try to hide It was my dream yeah. Till I We truly feel like Christians are starting to feel empowered to speak up for what they know is right. In doing so, their voices are creating change. We hope these changes continue to spread like wildfire. How can you not feel hopeful for our future after watching that clip? So many are turning to God and choosing to live a life which is pleasing to him. We aren't losing the battle of good versus evil, and we never will. We know how this story ends.
Get involved in your community, in your church, at local school board meetings, start a Bible study, invite a friend to church, tell a fellow patriot about Citizens Defending Freedom, anything. If you aren't sure where to start, go to our website and sign up for our newsletters. We will keep you up to date on what's happening at the local level. Even showing up to a school board meeting and sitting in the audience to pray is a great way to start. America needs your help. Before we go, we want to leave you with an inspirational verse from the Bible. Psalms 27, 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? As you can see, Citizens Defending Freedom is doing important work. Help us today in our fight to protect children and push back against these radical ideologies. Please visit citizensdefendingfreedom.com where you can learn more about our organization and generously contribute to our cause. Have a great day and make sure to like us on all social media and tell your friends about the great things we're doing. God bless.